Friday night, it's 9 p.m. It's time for the What's Up Joe Mine team stream. Good to see everyone again. Uh, Mike Irizarry. I, I redid the intro a little bit. I reconfigured some stuff. It sounded a little, it, it's a little bit different, and it threw me. So I apologize. <laughs> you got to drive Joe to, you got to drive Joe to drink. I, I don't think that's on me. No, I don't think that's me at all. But uh, joining us in the bottom row, the queen of G.I. Joe cosplay. It's Joe Colton, everybody. Back on the con path, something like that. Yeah, and we'll we'll uh, we'll get the the details on that later. All right, babe. I'm really excited tonight. What was that? <laughs> what do what are we shaking? Is that yogurt? No, it's a uh, flexible acrylic paint. It will primer. It will also you, give you the poops, but yes. You painting during the show? Again. You want me to show you what I'm doing? Uh, sure. <laughs> I can't stop you, so you might as well. Yeah, with that, with that tease, of course. Santa Claus. Oh. How is that not Santa? It's not Santa yet. With all the red. Santa. It's for a Santa, but not the Santa. It's a Red Guardian from. Uh, oh, got it. Got it. Wait, who's going to be Red Guardian? Uh, Magnus Hammerhand. I, I'm not I familiar. I was just going to say, if you, you and Wes, if you and Wes are doing a combo thing, he's going to need a lot of stuffing to pull off Red Guardian. <laughs> it's uh, that 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 yeah. Also joining us here in the top row, former head of marketing for the GI Joe brand. The Hot Show, Mark Weber. Hey, good to be here. So, bet you're uh, you figured out your lighting, and Joe's figured out her lighting, and I I can't figure out my lighting. But we'll, we'll you need get one in, in your face. I I tried that, and it just <coughs> excuse me. Bless you. Tried that, and it just uh, it just made me you know, yeah, it didn't work. We'll just leave it at that. Anyhow, we'll get it done. But uh, it's been a, a busy week. Obviously, it's the first week past the release of the Snake Eyes movie. Allegedly. No, it happened. The first week or allegedly the release? Are you sure? Are you, are you, are you sure it happened? I've seen the movie. You've seen the movie twice. Okay, just checking. Have you seen it twice? Yeah, I took uh, my daughter on opening day, uh, and then I took my son and uh, a cousin who's visiting us on Sunday. Oh, wow. Which was a good test because the cousin is not a G.I. Joe kid at all, right? So I got to get his impression on the way out, too, for a guy who wasn't vested at all. So. And uh, the answer to this is it must be Friday. The champion shirt is on. That is correct. That's right. If you go back and you you watch uh, the, the bit that we posted on Monday, 
I, I wore the champion shirt last weekend to Ohio. You did. Yeah, City, because I wanted somebody to pick up on the fact that I was cosplaying as myself. It's your Super Bowl jersey. It's getting very meta. <laughs> very meta. Or but, something. Uh, just want to warn everybody this evening, or not, or, or relieve the, the, the warning tonight. No spoilers for the Snake Eyes movie on our show this evening. We figure you've either watched the movie by now uh, and are expecting a review, which we will have next week, uh, or you haven't seen the movie, and judging from the numbers, not a lot of you have. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. <coughs> and um, I would have gone yesterday. So if you would, keep, keep the comments spoiler-free. Over in the live chat, if you will, uh, we don't want anybody to to see those and have this experience ruined for them. Mm -hmm. uh, Racktime Rob is is watching. He'll hand out a beating, <laughs> but no, he, I doubt there will be any actual beatings. Uh, but if you hey. will, please uh, give us a give us a like if you're on Facebook. If you're watching along on Facebook, uh, give us some kind of a reaction there. If you're watching on on YouTube. You know, give us a thumbs up and, and leave a big comment down below, and that will be a big help to us as we get going. There we go. Every time I ask for those, the Facebook folks light up. I love mm -hmm. the <laughs> You got a ways to go, YouTube team. You got a ways to go to catch up in my book there. Hey, uh, this isn't a spoiler, but I think it's valuable advice. Uh, if you haven't seen uh, the Snake Eyes movie yet, uh, you might want to get out there. Might want to might want to get some tickets. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Are they going by fast? Uh, that, no, that's not where I'm going with that. That's, that's not the that's not what he's alluding to. No. It's it's all right. Joe self, no spoilers, but I hear Duke ends up in a coma or something. Way to go, yeah. self. Way yeah, to but go. He, but I'll spoil that. He's gonna be a okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. So that's what we got cooking on the uh, GI Joe movie front, the Snake Eyes movie front. So if you're if you're here and you haven't seen it yet, exhale, hang around with us. We're we're not going to go into the the nuts and bolts of of plot or anything like that tonight. Oh, that is next week. So plan accordingly. Hey, I got a question. Yes, movie movie wise, would this be considered a spoiler? No, that's in the trailer. Okay, that's okay. Good. That's in the trailer. That's fine. Okay, it's my art. It's my uh, creative vision. <laughs> I, I just thought it, I just thought it would look good. Head cinematographer Kevin Dunn of WWE agree. <laughs> jump, so jump, right jump cut. Jump cut. Jump cut. Jump cut. Jump cut. Just just relax, man. Let it go. Let it go. You'll have your chance to talk about it next week. Fair enough. That's what we call a tease. Next week. I don't know what's going on either. I got a nap and I'm still still out of it. Anyways, uh, like this angry. I know, right? He's 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 throwing us a little bit tonight. But um, C.S. Sherman is correct. The Batman cameo is great. Anyhow, uh, let's let's get right into it. Let's start with the news. 
First news item is, of course, the Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins news dump. And that that might be a little too accurate. I'd say it. Well, again, it, not a reflection of the movie itself, but we got some not-so-great news here. Um, oh, no. Snake Eyes opened at number two at the box office. Yay! Uh, Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Wait, was it a dump or a number two? It was both. It's a number. T- it's number two in the dump. What? We're, we're going to lose Joe Colton here. She's. Let me, let me go ahead. We'll get some. Uh, we'll get some graphics on this. So confused. But uh, Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins was the second biggest movie last weekend, uh, trailing M Night Shyamalan's Old, and tallied thirteen point three five million in receipts. Uh, old was the first movie of the weekend. It was new, made sixteen and a half million dollars. Uh, then came Snake Eyes, which was also premiering, and that was thirteen point three five million dollars. In third place, Black Widow in its third week, eleven point six million. Fourth place, Space Jam Two in its second week, uh, about nine and a half million. And then in five, number five, F Nine in its fifth week made. Four point seven million dollars. Uh, it's know, fifth week. We we know uh, the honcho got some money sent F 9s way. Yeah. Going to see some cars in okay. space. All right, honcho, you have to go see F nine now. They're not. There aren't enough wild horses in North America <laughs> to drag me to a Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> no way. The only way I would go is is if I was just a little bit more jackass. Would be and I would have gone on opening night to openly heckle it around people who actually thought it was good, but See, I'm not. You could go so you can compare it to the Snake Eyes movie. I, God, that would be depressing if, if I actually liked F9 better. But no, I, I, just, I somehow doubt that. Just just from from previews, I don't see that happening. I can't go. I uh, yeah. <laughs> I I saw. I saw Fast and the Furious. The only time I saw a Fast and the Furious movie was when a friend brought it to my house and I was recovering from cancer surgery. Yes. And too weak, too weak to get up and turn off the television. So, yeah, that's that's probably a once-in-a-lifetime experience that was one too many. They're still driving down. They're still driving down that runway. <laughs> Maggie and I went and saw it in IMAX. Oh, my God. You were so weak that even the stuff you threw at the TV couldn't couldn't reach it there. Right? No, like, and the dog is not well trained enough to go. Actually, there was no dog at that point. The cat. What's the cat going to do? Right? Hey, the the cat just likes seeing you suffer, frankly. Yeah, yeah. The cat's like, cool. I'm gonna sit on you for a couple hours. How's that? So, gonna pin you down and make you watch this. Man, they they had they chased that C130 down the runway while it tried to take off for like 25 minutes. Oh, I, I do love when we relive this one on the show. So bad. So bad. Right. It's like the most popular thing I completely disagree with, right? Like, yeah. I just, it's not ever going to be in one uh, again, so you, you can rest assured he'll be fine. Okay, hopefully he can find another vehicle to play himself in. Man, you're coming down on everybody today. Coming down. I mean, on- be honest. It's entertaining. Johnson. It's entertaining, but 
understand. Like, you're so angry today. It's, it's kind of the rock every time, isn't it? More or less, but that's okay. I'm good with it. Yeah. It's I'm like the it. Bruce Willis of, like, 2020. I mean, right? Nicholson only has one character he plays. He just knows how to plug it into different spots. That's all. Yeah. I suppose that's somewhat true. Hey, can I throw a couple numbers out here, too, while we're uh, numbering the box office? Absolutely, you can. Other week one openings this year, and all of them opened before Snake Eyes. Uh, so you can argue whether they were more or less affected by COVID and theater reopening. But some comparable kind of action, sci-fi, horror-ish movies, at least targeting, I think, the same demographic. Uh, Mortal Kombat opened to 23 million. Quiet Place 2 to 69 million. Uh, F9 to 93 million, Black Widow to 105 million, Space Jam 2 to 41 million. So that gives you some stuff to compare to. And hang on here. I think this is something we should track moving forward. Check this out. The real competition. That's not all what I wanted. That was amazing. There we go. That's awesome. There's so many of me. Inception. That's the only time anyone will ever say my head is too small. How I don't, did you do that? That's not me, is it? It is you. That's yeah. Sharing. Yes. Hold on. I'm not sharing that. Share screen. Share screen. We're sharing the wrong window. That's so awesome. I didn't know I had that power. Let's try this one. That's why we go live, everybody. That's that's so live. good. So good. Hey, check this out. <laughs> Nineteen ninety-eight Nicholas Cage Snake Eyes. Awesome. I don't know what to say to you, sir. What's the domestic opening for Nick Cage's Snake Eyes? We can't read that small. Uh, Sixteen million. All right. Made fifty. Made fifty-five domestic and forty-eight international for one hundred and three million. So. I think that's got to be the bar, doesn't it? Uh, perhaps. Anyways, uh, it, it was, it's a crowded field, and yes. Um, We're still in a pandemic, though, right? Pandemic, the, the pandemic hurts some of that. But I, but I think what it didn't hurt is the fact that Snake Eyes really didn't distinguish itself in that crowded field. Mm. I, had, I had a guy on Facebook go, it was the second biggest movie this weekend. And I'm like, and Godfather 3 was the third best Godfather film. Like, I I, don't, I am not trying to come at this with a hatchet, but I don't think it's funky for me to say when, when Mortal Kombat made $23 million on its opening weekend and Snake Eyes made thirteen. Did it, uh, was it in uh, theaters, Mortal Kombat? Did it yeah. get released? Oh, okay. I thought it was just in fairness, though, like, Mortal Kombat opened to no competition. True. Right? Like True. there's nothing out there against Mortal Kombat. It's all people were gonna go see. Well, there Mortal was, Kombat Mortal Kombat opened in what? March? Something like that. But again, theaters were open. We had vaccines, whatever. There was a lot more out there for Snake Eyes to go against. And I, I'm not pardoning, like again, this isn't a great performance. I think the number itself, the the 13.3 million can get discarded like that that doesn't count for as much so much as it like it couldn't it couldn't get its head out past 
an M Night Shyamalan movie that had no kind of like Snake Eyes is a character with on and off forty years worth of history. Uh, old is a movie about a family trapped on a beach where they where they age too rapidly uh, with, with no no with great. no real stars right no, with with no nobody known in the cast um whereas uh, snake eyes had all those things going for it and still came in second place to that movie um it's not like i said the numbers itself aren't going to count for that much um you know black widow for its big opening is still on pace to be the smallest grossing marvel movie uh right Space jam 2 is is gonna do its its kids movie thing where everybody went and saw it the first week and it's gonna just slowly slide out the back of the theater um f9 is gonna just f9 for a few more weeks before it disappears but this is a disappointing break here this it's it's not it's not a good piece of news and there's no way to sugarcoat that um they really needed Snake Eyes. If again, the, throwing the money figures out, okay, it's a crowded, it's a crowded set of of movies to be against. But they really needed Snake Eyes to be number one. They really needed to be able to push out a bunch of ads this week that said the number one movie in America. Mm-hmm. And that didn't happen for them, and it didn't really even come close. And I don't know what it was. It would have been against with the fall with the fall release date. But it is starting to look like the move up might have been a mistake on a couple different levels. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, the hope is that people catch it the second time around. You know, the the hope is that it's got a strong second week, that it doesn't lose 50% of its business this coming weekend, that the people that didn't go see Snake Eyes last weekend do go catch it this time the second time around although that's an iffy prospect as well as more communities go back under mask mandates uh and maybe they're not as as uh what's the word i'm looking for maybe they're not as uh uh gung-ho sure gung-ho about going to a movie theater um see what i did there like rack, rack time rob and i went on friday and I can say that we were the two biggest G.I. Joe celebrities in the room. Because there were there were six people in the theater. It, it was right. not real busy. And we are, granted, we're in an area that, uh, you know, you think Indiana, you think big red state. But we're in, in Indianapolis where um, people are vaccinated and um, really, you know, good about masks and, and things like that. Like, this is this is the part of the state that really is concerned with that sort of stuff. Uh, and just nobody went. And it wasn't that Snake Eyes was empty. The entire theater was empty. We're talking, oh a 17, we're talking a 17 screen complex. And there was less than fewer than 50 cars for, you know, for the time we were there, which was between you know, 630 and 930 at night. So it, it really just people aren't going to the movies. But when they are going, they're not going to see Snake Eyes. And that second part of it is the part of it that's really a killer here. I mean, I went to the first IMAX show on Friday on release day. So like 1230 in the afternoon and 20 people, maybe 15 of them from Hasbro. So it was. Yeah, I I felt good about going. I figured that we would be seeing 
uh, because I I tend to err on the side of caution with the, the pandemic stuff as well. But I felt all right about going to this because I figured, well, what, 25, maybe 30% of the theater will be full. And it was it was a lot safer than that. So um it was it was uh it was a pretty empty joint. Now um that said, like we said, uh, if if it holds on to its business, if it does the same business next week or something close, that's a good sign because at least people you don't have to be number one if you stay strong in the coming weeks. And maybe Snake Eyes is just the second movie people wanted to catch or the third movie people wanted to catch. So um, it's all hope is not lost, but realistically, this this isn't a strong opening, uh, and it's not a great uh, harbinger for U.S. business. I, I International business will be its own thing. Hopefully things clear up a little bit when this gets released in other markets later in the summer, uh, picks up some business there, but this it's not a good sign, not a good start. No, and the scary potential trickle down is especially with the toys being late to arrive versus the street date of the movie. I don't imagine the movie is going to galvanize a lot of toy sales. So, you know, I'd say, you know, the retailers, because really we're just talking about Target and Walmart now. But yeah, if it doesn't, if it doesn't. It doesn't move because I know the same amount of collectors are going to buy it anyway, right? It was almost immaterial what the movie was like. It was more about what the figures looked like to the collector, to the collecting community. And I think most people probably already bought them online or reserved them somewhere. So this has the potential to be a real retail stinker um, if they ordered in great amount or in even medium amounts, maybe given the lateness of the arrival, um, the fact that people are probably cutting back their brick and mortar visits regardless, and that the movie is not, has not captured uh, the audience that they hoped or probably at least, I don't say expected, but hoped. So we'll see how that, you know, what that does for toy sales. Yeah. So that, that's why, uh, that's why, Mark was making jokes about might want to catch it soon, but it's, it didn't do that poorly. It's going to get its, it's going to get its four or five week run at least. But I mean, if you didn't, if you didn't see it before, that was a good time to go out and check it out. So anyways, um, in addition, the, uh, get back to, holy smoke, I've lost the PowerPoint. Uh, Blu-ray release is set for September 6th. So apparently there's going to be a collector's edition with all three G.I. Joe movies. I can't imagine wanting to own those other two again. <laughs> I, I do have them, but I'm not buying them a second time. Um, but So I think just regular Snake Eyes on Blu-ray will, will do just fine for me. Thanks. But next news item. Mute, 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 mute. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Mm, this this is why she can't do two things at once, right? Yes. A lot of times she she doesn't get the microphone right when she's doing one thing at once. That's true. But uh, Koto Bukia added its Don Moreno Snake Eyes statue to its Bishoju line. Oh no! Right, <laughs> and I still can't find the right screen to forward along. Okay, 
There we go. Oh. Uh, not a lot of details to go with it. Just uh, they put some images up on their Facebook page. You can see the credit we got there. Um, but that is the statue. It's it's right in line with the other stuff they've put out to this point. Uh, we figured this would be a a good one for Joe Colton to to cosplay because it's got heels. But again, for and, a, for a cheesecakey statue line, whatever. And a bad one for her to cosplay because she has real female anatomy. Well, yeah. This one. Oh boy. What is happening? Uh, this is I, this is what this line is. No, I get that, but like they had him in pink, and I was like, "Come on, like why?" At, if you're gonna have her have these wacko heels that are made for like an eighty year old woman, <laughs> like Look, put if her. Can... If you're gonna give her heels, just give her the Baroness stiletto heels. Like, why does she look? If she gets lost in Oz, she needs a way home. Right? Like, what is happening here? Like, you're, uh, you're whatever. You're thinking too hard. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. You're thinking too hard. That's all. Thinking too. What's hard. the price on this? Free? We don't know. We don't too know. much? Crap? Too much? Anything? Yeah. They should pay you to take it. I would almost defend this. Not that I would. This is you know, Bishoju is not. My thing, but it has, I guess, a spot like in collecting, right? Like, okay, overall, this is not that far off. I'll defend it a little bit. No, it's not. But like, there, I don't know. It just there's when so, I saw the pink version, what, I was like, why? I mean, what there's they, what they did was pretty tame, and this is the tamest one so far in regards to pose and and you know the fact that she's pretty well covered up. So like, if I were to get this, I would just paint the shoes. Yeah, like the, there's nothing wrong with the red color they're using. No, knees no. up, right? It no. looks like the shoes are a little lighter than that, but maybe that's just lighting. Yeah. But it's just weird. Yeah, the shape of the of the shoes is terrible. Yeah. And and making them look like she slipped her feet into these pink pumps is yeah. a problem. And but the bit that and and Diana like, Davis is Diana Davis always does this the best on Facebook. Yeah, just tearing apart the anatomy of the torso. Yeah. yeah, right. Like she said, and I'm being as as careful and as gentle as I can be with that. But I believe she said it looks like they pinned two water balloons to her shoulders. Yes, I was not even gonna like her breasts look absolutely fucking ridiculous it's like a rob liefeld sketch it's yeah Re remember to visit our coffee page <laughs> and uh and contribute to the swear jar and bail joe colton out of swear, swear jail i mean swear jar brought to you by all the cool stuff Maybe that's what would happen if you wore an Arashikage license plate tilted 90 degrees right in the dead middle under your neck, but it's kind of rotten. So, yeah, it, it, it's like, I don't well, mind the colors on the side, like, like period. So, yeah, eh, I don't know. I, and, I, I guess I just don't have much of a reaction to it because they weren't getting my money, anyway. yeah. 
it's just like, it's a shame it's a shame on two levels because it's yeah. not that far off from being a pretty good figure for this style yeah and and it's the first dawn right yeah. who's that kind of a, kind of an important character and that's the part that me. yeah like this is no, the like first i like the hair i even like the the head sculpt that's fine i like the pose like sure the she's kind of sexy time, the first time we are seeing don marino in physical yeah. form yeah, and this? she's got slip-on heels and like water balloons. You know, like we we couldn't we couldn't do an action figure first. We couldn't we couldn't have her you know in a medium where she could actually be snake eyes and fight cobras or something first. Mm -hmm. We had to do this but, first. By the way, not to overlook it, but it's an interesting choice of base for Dawn. Right. Right on that big cobra logo. <laughs> hey, at least you can see that one. <laughs> right. But, but uh, un unless you were visibly showing her, like, cutting it apart or driving the sword into it. Well, isn't the, sword, the one sword is in it, right? Yeah, but, I mean, not aggressively on any level, right? It's just, eh. So, Don Moreno, Agent of Cobra. Cool. Kind of the look. Anyways, roundly poo-pooed by the staff of What's on Joe Mind. Yeah. Next news item. <laughs> what? Here we go. Okay. Uh, the Flame Toys uh, Company revealed its prototypes. Uh, displaying at the ACGHK show in Hong Kong, Flame Toys displayed prototypes for its Hito Katakuri uh, Snake Eyes. That's the mech style Snake Eyes. And uh, as well as its Snake Eyes Storm Shadow, its motorcycles, and its Striker kits from the Furai model series. Um and we will get to pictures of the other ones in a second. But uh, according to histank.com, the Furai motorcycle, the Furai Snake Eyes and Ninja Cycle kits are available for pre-order now uh, at discounted prices. We got a head, got the the link for those down below if you're interested in these. But up first here, we've got the Hito Katakuri Snake Eyes, which is the Snake Eyes modeled like a mech suit. And there's not a lot of color to it, so it is kind of difficult to see. But it's cool for what it is. It's giant robot snake eyes. Good on you. Uh, have it, you know, pose it with your transformers. Have fun. And then we've got the fur eye model storm shadow. And those are kind of cool. You guys have any thoughts there? Before we move on? Ladies first. No age before. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> before beauty. Yeah. They're fine. They're fine. I, I think it's cool that when whenever we see a, a version one Storm Shadow these days that's done well, I like it because we haven't seen it uh, in the in the typical line in the Hasbro line in a while. Uh, and I understand why they were moving away from it, uh, trying to leave some room for the movie version. Uh, so for what this is, cool. Yeah, looks great. Uh, I don't I don't need any. Um, I'm the king of the lazy bastard custom. I'm not getting any model kits, that's for sure. Uh, but uh, but yeah, the, these are good. They're fine. They're not for me, but they're fine. I think they're kind of cool if you're just starting out in customizing and you want to like kind of get some practice in, or I don't know. I might I might get one just to see. Probably the robot one, right? Totally the robot one. The robots. And here snake fur eye snake eyes and an awe striker, which is an interesting addition. Hmm. 
Kind of looks Sick. like the, the uh, retaliation off striker, yeah. the, the nin, what I called the ninja buggy. Right. That uh, was a, at least in the movie. Yeah. So give it that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey. So. Yeah, they're pretty, pretty cool. And everybody in the, I see everybody in the comments kind of having the same reaction we do. They're great if you build model. Yeah. But what can you do? But yeah, they're these. They're these will be featured in a couple months in our "What We Didn't Get In" segment. <laughs> Next Ooh, news item. Fire tonight. Do, 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 do. Good lord, somebody's just so bitter. I'm okay. trying to. I'm oh. counterbalancing Joe because she's peppying up. Which so is I'll be, enough, man. Stop wrecking that. So I'll be. I'll be sour just to keep us balanced. We can take turns. We'll tag in and out. Renegade Game Studios has opened pre-orders for its new G.I. Joe deck building game. Build as a, quote, fully cooperative experience. The game lists at $45, and pre-orders will include some special bonuses. Uh, bonus box number one with Don Moreno as a red-shoed leader. <laughs> uh, an alternate round marker and a buildable cardboard hanger. The core set includes 36 missions, dozens of G.I. Joe character and vehicle cards, and expert mode cards. Uh, game is playable by one to four players. From Renegade's Game Studios uh, press release, in this deck-building game, you and your fellow players will lead teams of G.I. Joe soldiers on missions to stop Cobra's dastardly plans. Each player starts the game with a meager deck that will grow more powerful as you recruit veterans from the G.I. Joe team, requisition gear, and field new vehicles. This fully cooperative game pits you against increasingly dangerous missions to save the world. This so course, is this like D&D? It's a deck-building game. It's more like magic. Oh, this okay. course that begins your journey with everything needed to play, but be prepared for more Joes and missions to come. So the RPG, with uh, that's Ryan Costello's project, that will be revealed in August. And you know, thanks for watching those episodes that you missed. But anyways, uh, this is the this is the box. They're in a whole lot. They didn't release a whole lot of images. Uh, it's nice to see some of the secondary characters that we don't get to see very often uh, floating around on there. You see Tunnel Rat. You see Stalker on the side. Rock and Rolls on the side. Uh, so there's there's guys that are going to be involved with this that we maybe haven't seen in in other crossover type projects recently. But. Uh, any any thoughts? Any of you play Magic? Any of you play Pokemon? Anybody? Hancho, you got kids. You didn't. Yeah, they were they were into Pokemon for a while, but never never that competitively. More just I like these cards or I like these guys, but not so much into the game of it. I do love that it's Robert Atkins doing the artwork on the box, and I assume on at least some of the cards because I think he's top shelf. Love his stuff. Um, like the Scarlet's right handed. Green eyed, shows a little attention to detail. Um, and yeah, I love seeing guys like rock and roll and, and chuckles and uh, you know, some of that stuff. So that's great. But as for actually playing, you know, deck building card games, I, I don't have a lot of experience with that. And historically, it's been, it's been a bit of a hard push for Transformers and some other big brands that have really tried it. Um, getting that secret sauce of the Pokemon sort of invented and magic has continued to refine 
uh, is hard to do. Some of those uh, magic it, cards go for thousands of dollars, like tens yeah. of thousands, just from the art. So I'd like to see what the art is on the cards for that purpose. But playing, I might give it a shot, but I'm not a magic player. I know at my time at Asbro, Wizards of the Coast was out, well, still is out in Washington. That's where they were when they bought them. And they just turned in a double digit growth every year. And so they just left them alone. They didn't step on them at all. They went, they, you know, basically strong, bad, you know, strong, bad, just keep doing your thing, man. And, and, you know, it's one of the biggest success stories uh, at Hasbro, certainly for something that they acquired. So yeah, they know what they're doing. And, you know, I, I wish it well, I hope it does well, but I, I don't think it's going to be my kind of thing. I, I thought that that was interesting that Hasbro farmed this out. You know, yeah, that's true. Game studios. This isn't this isn't Wizards of the Coast. This isn't Hasbro product. So very strange that that this didn't get the. But they've like Renegade Game Studios. They've also done a Transformers game. They've also done a Power Rangers game. So this isn't just GI Joe that's getting pushed out to Renegade Game Studios. It's it's all of them. Mm -hmm. So kind of weird. I think maybe they don't want to distract. Uh... Wizards of the Coast from what they do best, which is make money. <laughs> Just print fresh dollar bills. Right. If I'm like, hey, Mike, you know that money printing factory they have out in Washington? We got an idea of uh, how to throw them some extra projects. Like, eh, maybe we'll Fair. just let them keep printing money. Fair enough. That makes sense. Now You put it that way and it makes sense. But uh, anyways, I hope we get a better look at some of the cards while we still have the opportunity to make up our minds on this. There was a couple of, in the article on comicbook.com, and again, I've got a link to that down below as well. Uh, but there was a couple of the images of the Don Moreno cards, but that was it. Like we, So you see two, two cards from the bonus set, and that was all. So, eh. Mm. I mean, let's, let's, let's see a little bit more, because obviously artwork is going to be a big seller for this. Maybe even more so than the gameplay itself. Yeah, and the more Atkins, the better. He's great. C agreed. So next news item. Next news item. Do, 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 do. Sorry. I was just going to wait for it. <laughs> Next news item. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are we are we not going to talk about how we just proved that the world does revolve around James Kavanaugh? No, I was just going to let that go. All right, fair enough. Just put that in there as its own segment. Sweet Georgia James gets no explanation. Fair enough. <laughs> Noted all. That's right. Uh, if you want to know where that came from, by all means, go check out Monday's video uh, where uh, Joe and I and some others are at the Gem City Comic Con in Dayton, Ohio last weekend. 
So, yeah, we need to get some views on that. Get some eyeballs on that. Push those numbers up. It's only it's only about 15 minutes long. It's not a waste of your time. But the, oh, up here, three zero camo storm shadow is on pre-order. Uh, three zero revealed their next entry into their one sixth. That is 12 inches. GI Joe collection. That is camo storm shadow based on 1988's real American hero uh, version of the character. Figure comes with three separate sets of hands, a full complement of weapons, and is a previews exclusive. Uh, suggested retail price is at $180. We've got our images here from Entertainment Earth, who's taking pre-orders on this. And it's a neat piece. It's it's obviously similar in a lot of ways to the regular Storm Shadow, the 1984 version Storm Shadow that we looked at a few weeks ago. But um, any thoughts? I think if it was legit 88, that sword would be bright red. Well, I mean that goes without saying. <laughs> I think it looks great. I think it looks great. I think it's it's sensational. Um, I'm not playing at that scale or that uh, price depth, <laughs> uh, but it looks outstanding. I'm not sure you. I'm not sure you could ask for anything more. It looks great. I like the number of accessories too. No. Oh. I figured it must have been okay because neither of you were complaining about it. Yeah. No. It's you know. Just and the, it's something that something not just the Joe community, just like collecting communities in general, uh, need to follow that lead a little bit, right? This is great for what it is. It isn't for me. It's too expensive for me. The end, right? Mm -hmm. I don't have to dislike it. I don't have to hope it does poorly because it's not mine. This coming out didn't stop something I would have wanted from coming out. It is what it is. People, the people who like, who are in into this le, or uh, scale, and have the scratch to pull off a hundred and eighty dollar purchase. Good for them. I'm happy for them. But you're not, not playing not, that game. Not not my scale. Not uh, not the price I want to I want to dance at. Now, if they brought out one of my all time favorites, like then I'd have to think about it, right? Because it's a really well-done figure. But luckily, my favorite shows, the ones that are like, I'm in, right? Regardless, I'm in, are like Steeler, Thunder, uh, Interrogator. I can't wait right? for Three Zero Interrogator. Yeah, like they don't they don't dance uh, at the expensive level very often. So I think I'm kind of safe. They might get me with Ace. If they did a cool pilot Ace, they might get me, but. Sean Ruth will ask, are they going to do any other characters? Uh, mm -hmm. uh, they've done Steak Eyes. They've done another Storm Shadow already. This is, again, this is a previews exclusive, so it's it's kind of an offshoot of that that earlier Storm Shadow, but who knows? I like this one. Maybe. If I, I dip my toes in this game. I dip my toes in this game. <laughs> Just you're, not, you're, you're playing hard to get on this one. Yeah. Like, I want so it, but I'm like... What's the name me like three characters for their next figure that would make you dive in if they were done well? Uh, Baroness, Low Light, yeah, um, and a Viper. It's weird that nobody has has thought of Low Light or given him the the correct popularity, right? He's mm -hmm. done well. He'd sell like crazy. 
Yeah. I don't care. I don't care what that, line is that there. figure that they did the 25th anniversary figure. Yeah, that's still one of my favorite figures. And, and nothing since, right? Anywhere, <laughs> I don't think, other than maybe a Creo, right? I don't know if he even got there. Man. Lego, Lego doesn't count. Look, if you don't have the pull to get into the Creo line, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. That's you need you need a new agent. Yeah, you're you're back in the back <laughs> of the line. Yep. Well, we got a barbecue, so there's hope. Let let yeah, us know, let us know how how things are going with Rampart back there in the jobber bus. <laughs> I liked Rampart. I know, right? I, out of out of out of all those later Joes, he's one of the ones I like better. But he just he pops into my head. So yeah, he's a little ahead of Recoil because of Recoil's blue guns and weird Devo hat. He was so close. I like that oh. weird Devo hat. I don't like the blue no. gun. I like the weird Devo hat. Get out! No. <laughs> It's so silly. It kind of works. Down. <laughs> I gave him, I gave him Crockmaster's whip just for the irony of it. Right. I'm also the guy who liked the Dreadnought, uh, you know, the the Dreadnought Rampage concept back in the day. So that, that <laughs> got to understand that you can make something so bad that I'll think it comes out good. Yeah, but when it's something that's almost spectacular and then just foiled, it's a problem. Like, cause you can give if you give recoil new weapons, like yeah, he worked a lot better. Gunmetal gray and black weapons, like he is almost there, but he's still wearing a Devo hat. Devo hat all the way. Devo hat. Crack, crack that whip. <laughs> Devo hat for life. Mm. Get out. Mold it on too, so there ain't nothing you can do about it. Chop off half his head. But, you know, I just wish they would have painted it red. Just acknowledge it. <laughs> hey, that might be my first custom I ever paint. I could probably pull that off. A removable red. No, Devo. Not removable. Just saying, look, if you're going to leave it on him, fine. At least put it, make it the right color. I think Devo would have sued him, probably. When did that come out? 93, 94? Oh, no. Recoil was earlier than that. He was like 90. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was earlier. Maybe they were still making music money then. Wouldn't have cared. Maybe. They'd sue now, though. Maybe 89. I forget. 89 or 90. So, next news item. Do, 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 do. There we go. Oh. Oh, no. already. <laughs> They're complaining about Migo. Good gravy, you people. Reminds me of classic Beavis and Butthead when, like, a heart video or something would come up. Before they even started singing, <laughs> Butthead would go, oh, no. <laughs> oh. That rare occasion when they would be the voice of Reba. Yeah. But, uh, the Migo G.I. Joe 2-pack is available on Hasbro Pulse. Uh, Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow come to life in 8-inch glory in this collaboration from Hasbro and Mego. The set is available for pre-order at Hasbro Pulse and has an expected release time for this fall. The set is priced at $59.99. Right in line with their other. Like, if you bought a, a single Mego, that's usually $30. So, two of them for $60 is right in line. And you can see I get Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. Snake Eyes has his... More of his 1985 style kit, whereas Storm Shadows in his 1984 pajamas, his jammies. 
I'm I'm I, I find it strange seeing Amigo toy with guns. But, yeah, that's true. And then we got the duel scene. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Look how short Snake Eyes' sword is. Right. Look, I have a soft spot for Migo. Way back. <laughs> way back. You know, it right after I said, you know, if it's not for you, but it's done well, just you should be happy that it's done at all. So yeah. I yeah. Right. This is this this is right in line with Migo aesthetic. Can I yep. just say why do they continually do just these two characters? Like start with somebody else. Because they just put out a movie with these two characters at the middle of it. The, the Steeler interrogator, Migo Tupac, just wouldn't sell as well. Mark would, oh. buy, Mark would buy five or six of them, but that's just five. Like they, they would really hammer home the Weber demographic. But after yeah. other people in the movie. You know, I, I think the thing is that people have to buy these, the popular ones, before they make the unpopular ones. I haven't had a Mego figure in my hand in God 20 years probably, but these are the ones with the squishy heads, right? You can squish the heads. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's like, the yeah, they're sponsored by kids in the hall. Like, yeah, they're I'm great. down. Yeah. There's not, there's nothing wrong with these other than the size of the sword for snake eyes, <laughs> but, but so not my thing. They're, they're a little bit goofy. It's, um, yeah. I mean, Migo, way back in the day, Migos were the first toys that Rob and I collected. Like, we had other toys, but, like, Migos were the first ones where we'd, we'd see the packages in the stores, and we'd look at the back of the cards, and we'd be like, oh, yeah, I want that guy, and that guy, and that guy, because it was all the, they had all the superhero licenses. And, of course, our, our little brains were warped by superheroes in a big way. So that, that that's the connection to Migo for for. For us, Rock, Rack Time Rob is all over these. I I am not buying these myself, but rest rest assured, um, I'll be stealing his. <laughs> right. Do what? What's that? Really? Can you? It'll be red, they're retro, as in he's gonna call mom when you've stolen his figures again. Probably. Mom, I took my storm shadow. <laughs> I've always wanted rain boots. Guys. But yes, <laughs> you, you, what are you guys just taking turns tonight? Just the the bitter, See? bitter stops back and forth. I Good. also but love his uh, his chest. It's great. Be, be a it. child for once. <laughs> you see how how uh, Joe and I did the heart Austin thing, right? I came in as I came in as the heel, and now I'm the baby face. Anyways, fifty nine ninety nine. It's a, it's a bargain at twice the price if you want to do back up, and you should. Joe called you should. Joe, with your acrylic paint skills, couldn't Storm Shadow be a Red Ninja in about twenty minutes, and then you're happy? Uh I yeah, he can be. Just saying. Just get some uh, get some nail polish out. Just I ironically. A lot of my original Joes have a nail polish dot on the bottom of their feet, which was my mom's idea for keeping mine straight from other kids. Oh, wow. Like like I was ever going to lose a Joe figure to Royal yeah. Royal Willard or Bert Andrews. Come on now. Anyways, next news item. It's Joe Golden. She's going to be a judge for a cosplay judge at Awesome Con. Yes. Tell us about Awesome Con. 
So it's a, it's a con in DC and uh, it's actually my first time guesting there. So uh, a friend of mine didn't want to, oh, not that she had other commitments uh, for the con. And so she recommended me and usually like they don't do that. Like they don't take the recommendation. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, but um, the lady reached out and um, I responded right away. And my friend Shady had told me like, I recommended you, you were like the first person I thought of. So I was like, yay, thank you. And so like, yeah, so I answered all the questions and I submitted everything they asked for and signed a contract. And now I'm, I'm a guest at AwesomeCon, so. That's great. And what will you be doing there? Uh, I'm going to have a table um, the three days. Um, and I will be prejudging from like one to five. And then 6.30 to 8.30 is the actual contest. So I don't know what I will wear to the con, though. So we will see. It's not going to be Batwoman or Wonder Woman? Um, I'm thinking Wonder Woman just because it's easy to move move around in. Um, and I can wear like a nice mask. Now we must call it more awesome con. Thank you, Diana. Um, I don't know. I'm so I was offered a place to well, I was offered a, a spot on the CW team to do Batwoman for them for this con, but then the con asked me to to guess. So I feel like if I do Batwoman, it'll be a little weird but we'll see maybe i'll do it on sunday or something maybe maybe can yeah, i excited. can i throw out can i play devil sun devil's advocate and play, sure. throw out the only possible downside to this what in that your uh cosplay life and actual professional life yes are very clearly separated Yes. But, but this con is is real close to where you live. Um it, it is in the in the area, yes. Is there any chance that some guy or gal is just like walking around at Awesome Con and they're like, holy smokes. So I think I know her. <laughs> so it happened at a con. <laughs> a former employee of mine went to KatsuCon and saw me at a, sh I was, I was doing a photo shoot and he walked by, stopped and then backtracked. And I was like, Oh my God, that's my employee. <laughs> and so he just stood there like jaw dropped and like, like pawing for his girlfriend who I met at the Christmas party. And she didn't recognize me, but he did. And then I walked over to them and, and said hello and he he was just like i didn't know you cosplayed and i said yes i keep my professional and cosplay life very separate and he was like well monday will be interesting at work <laughs> <laughs> and for the punchline what were you dressed as when your employee spotted you uh starfire <laughs> okay so orange, orange skin and everything yep all right one of the I was wearing a booty shorts and a like a very tight top, so I didn't I didn't do the naked thing. That would that would have been very strange. I would have run away. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been real awkward. But yeah. uh, Torpedo Mike's got a got a point here. Notice she didn't say I'll be plugging the show. 
I did in my bio. You did. She did, actually. She plugged the show, everybody. She plugged the damn show. Yes. I, w- I was very proud. I, it brought a single tear to my eye. But, uh, it said five, five. Granted, she made it sound like she was the host of the show. Yeah. But whatever. That's fine. I, I, I don't care. People always say, oh, what if they what if they think that they're I don't care. I don't <laughs> care. So what do you guys think I should wear? Should I wear freaking billboard? Joe Colton, star of What's on Joe Mind. I don't care. I mean, I think for, for any con where you're trying to make an you know make an impression, yeah. Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman's gotta be in the rotation, right? Okay. Yeah. And and but my my favorite uh cosplay of yours is one that's a little less relevant now and, and sadly gets less relevant every year is, is Hella. Yeah. I think, I I think your, your Hella is phenomenal. Thank you. I can but, wear her. Oh, yeah. And and maybe maybe it gets cooler when there aren't, you know, two or three gals trying to pull it off. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, two of them falling well short. Uh, but, yeah, your, your Hella is ridiculous. Thank you. I, I really think that we could use the love and maybe get a maybe get a Scarlet Day in there. Yeah, maybe on the Friday. I, I think so. I think that's where Scarlet. That's a comfortable costume for you, right? I've heard you say that before. It it is. It's quite comfortable, and I also like people think that I'm law enforcement when I wear it, so they kind of like. <laughs> I've had people come up to me and ask me if I could take down somebody or ask them to leave them alone, so I just walk over and. And you and you say yes, I can. Yeah. Point them out. So well, wait, that this op- this opens a new can of worms, and I don't want to throw the show off, but yeah. we've learned that Wonder Woman and Scarlet are comfortable costumes. Yeah. Is there one that's the worst? That's just um. So my crimson a- asp is quite uncomfortable. The backpack is all metal, yeah, as right. is the um uh, the flamethrower. It's quite heavy. Got- so- about 30 pounds in stilettos. Hardly anybody makes a comfortable flamethrower these days. Right. I could have made it. Lighter, but I wanted to be authentic. And at the time I didn't know that there was I could have used PVC piping, so I just <laughs> used like metal piping. Right. Here's, well, a, I, here's a question that I know is gonna it's gonna fall into the, the category of can of worms. Okay. You ever thought about cosplaying Lady J? So I have been called Lady J. <laughs> Here we go, everybody. It's story time with Joe Colton. I hate you. Um, I wanted the. <laughs> I I have thought about cosplaying Lady J. Uh, like back in the day. Uh, my friend Julie actually does a a really good uh, Lady J. Um, we have to teach her how to like be more aggressive with <laughs> her spear, but. She's quite cute. Uh, but at JoeCon, I had a I had a young fellow um, convinced that I was a Lady J and had had a costume of Lady J and I had been wearing it. And I had to ask Mike and uh, Gary Godso to assist me. <laughs> Relentless. Isn't isn't wouldn't Jay be hard from a simply from a, a hair perspective? Um, I'll just I would just wear a wig, but okay. now that my hair is shorter, it, it would probably fit better. But yeah, and and redder, by the way, just <laughs> it's a very powerful look. 
semi-redhead will go with yeah. semi-red. Yeah. And I know that has a lot more to do with Natasha than me, but whatever. Yes. But I, mean, I have thought about her and I've thought about uh, Cover Girl as well. That jacket. It's yeah. hot. <laughs> that would be rough in the summer. Yeah, that would be rough. Maybe you could do War on Cobra cover girl who's got like a tank top on. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I think if you're doing nope. cover girl, you got to yeah, have the jacket. Gotta do the, gotta do the nobody'd know who she was, but. Right. Just... <laughs> Anyways, uh, if, if you're watching us on, on Facebook, thanks again. Be sure to leave us some kind of a, of a reaction, whether it's a thumbs up or a heart or even a little huggy guy. I always find it funny when we get a little huggy guy. Uh, if you're if you're watching this on YouTube, give give us a like, put a, put a comment down in the big sections down there. Really appreciate it. That be a good. If you haven't subscribed, by all means subscribe. But um, that's the news. All right. Again, art, artistic uh, rendition on the the news beeps. Vocalizing. It's it's like a it's kind of like our own our own jazz. <laughs> Anyways, so that brings us to uh, we're about an hour in. Uh, we haven't done what we got in in a while. What have we gotten in, Mark Weber? Mm. What did you get in? You know, I don't I don't have anything to show off this week other than. Uh... I got a new hat that fits. That's always an exciting time because it's kind of rare. Because uh, I'm if if what if what if really takes off, I might cosplay the Watcher because I think I can I can pull off his dome. Shave uh, yeah. I mean, we're getting there. Uh, but at some point, yeah, I'll have a pretty convincing Watcher cosplay. But I got a new hat. That's a big deal for me. Uh, but I have uh, just this week have some stuff on the way. For a double figure lazy bastard custom uh, return, I just gotta land a uh, a version two tan clutch to make it happen. So, fingers crossed. Uh, I got a trickle down effect that will that needs to use that figure specifically with another figure with another head and another figure. So there you go. But it'll be, I think, for as far as LBCs go, I think it'll be spectacular. I, one I of them's... I one may of them's, help you with that. Ooh. One of them's probably been done, uh, but the other one I'm pretty sure has not. So I'm, that's, I'm eyeballing a, a phenomenal return uh, down the road, but not too far, for uh, my Lazy Bastard custom segment. But I need this, uh, I need a V2 clutch with a helmet. So... And luckily, I hadn't, I hadn't, you know, perused the GI Joe eBay stuff in a while. Uh, the stuff I needed was not brutal, because I know some stuff has just gone, you know, to the moon over the last two years. But this kind of most, stuff most is free. not, yeah, not too rough. And the, and one of the cool things about LBC is I don't need, I don't need them complete, right? If I really want to dress them up, I probably have, you know, that's to my own horn, but I probably have the figure. So I can I can borrow the accessories from my you know OG fig for the photo shoot, but 
I, I got this one hit me the other, the other day in the middle of the night, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is gonna be good. I'm in. So we're hearing all about upcoming Lazy Bastard customs. Are we gonna have any upcoming postcards from Loser Town? Now that now that you're back out there. Yes. Like the only so I will yeah, so the only thing that I had was the guy that gave me a comp like asked me if I was married and if so great if not I needed to figure out what was going on <laughs> so <laughs> oh that's good to know that as someone who is unmarried it's totally my fault that's good yeah. to know. no but that you can borrow that line if you want to Mike yeah they say right. just make just make them laugh right make them laugh step one I, I told him I was married and I got a thumbs up. So like clearly he wasn't too worried. No, he was he was testing the grounds. That's all that's what he was doing. I did uh he I did, quick, but he's yeah. testing the grounds. I did get one IG message and you're gonna laugh at this. Um I got a request not a request, uh, a question if I would like to uh, receive intimate photos from a gentleman. And I said, No, thank you. You know what? I'm gonna give him credit for that. Right? He's pretty he much, asked. pretty much I didn't a knight. Like some random body part that I don't. Yeah, want to see. pretty much a knight in shining armor these days. I think. Right? Yeah, I was like, oh, thank you for asking. No, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, usually if there's a preface, it's probably, hey, check this out. Right. No, Bam. No. I even got a hello, Miss Colton. Nice. Did, I was like, are you from which, medieval times, perhaps? It's a, it's a lot more respectful for that kind of request yeah. than a hello, Mrs. Whitlock. Because now, yeah. Did you read that in an extra creepy voice? <laughs> hello, Ms. Golden. Uh, no, more like a British uh, accent. If, that, if you're a dude and that's part of your repertoire, oh, that guy's... That guy's pretty much King Arthur. Good for him. Oh. At least he asked. Like, I know friends have gotten ones that, like, aren't even asked. Like, they're, like, ah! <laughs> randomly screaming. Oh, I, can't, I, I just can't imagine. So I have a friend who, when she gets them, now <laughs> hot elbow moves. That, that guy's double jointed. <laughs> you can tell. He will draw on them and post them to Facebook. <laughs> any photo, like any feet, anything she gets, she will draw on them and then post them and then post the person's name. You know, she, oh, that I won't do because, like, people are crazy. I think she should put a giant sized quarter on the photo and say, so. <laughs> Scale. <laughs> Object shown actual size. The quarter. That's a win. That's a win. <laughs> you, get anything, you get anything else in, Joe Cole? Or, or right on there for a really bad time call. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What'd you get in, Joe? Uh, I got it, so I got to... I got swag yesterday. So I went to a happy hour for the Suicide Squad movie. I got asked to go, and it was really cool. Now, for the record, you didn't actually see the movie. I did not see the movie. 
But you went to it um, for the movie. So I could have gone to the movie. Uh, there's another showing next week. Um, I have to check my email um that i might be able to go to but they also gave me tickets if i wanted to go at a later date but uh i went to like a like a happy hour shindig thing from like the studios um but i got i got a shirt it's really cool so it's got suicide squad on the front the all of their uh, the characters like their logos logos I guess or like how they're writing their names and so it's pretty cool. Polka dot man got top billing on the oh, back. God. That's pretty good. He dies. Um, and then I got the Star Spoilers. Spoilers. He's in the trailer. Well, part of his arm, one of his arms. No, in the in the very first trailer, they totally show him. Yeah, pretty like sure. And then in the second one, they're like, "We're not really going to tell you what it is." Like, right. not not Starro. Starro's not the spoiler I'm referencing. Oh, oh. Anyways, go on. Fair enough. Okay, so I got that, and then so Ma Maggie made a comment about these glasses, but I think they're amazing. We we can't tell what's on them. I can. Starro's uh. Oh, nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah, those are cool. <laughs> that's that's more than a little effed up, but it's, that's cool. Yeah. And then I got a propeller fan uh, that connects to a, a USB slash uh, SD card. So I have to put it together. It's like a little propeller fan. Why would you need a propeller fan on a USB card? Um, in case you're like working outside, you can just stick the propeller like on your laptop and like. Oh, oh, it's not a it's not a USB card. It's just a it just plugs into a USB port. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. That's what I got in. I, a, lot of, a lot of cars have a USB port. Then you could have your own like private pointable fan in the car. Yeah, I, uh, I, as opposed I to the AC. Well, just an extra one that you can control. It was a full little box fan that plugged into a USB port. And it, it got his cubicle old. Cold, like even cold by my standards. I don't feel cold for nothing. But I, I wonder if he had I wonder if he had blood. But anything else? Uh no. Did I show you guys my Cruella figure? The the no. giant I don't remember it. Oh, you don't show us nothing. I show you stuff. <laughs> right now, you're showing us your living room. I think. I feel like I showed you guys this. Nope. Oh. Oh, God. Okay. Nope. Don't break it. So, she's from the movie in her red dress. Nice. She's got a mask, and then she's got the cane. And it's, it's like, it's really big. Yeah. But it's she's like a limited edition. The likeness is pretty good. Yeah. Stone. Yeah. They even got, like, her eyelashes, like, really done. So, yeah. 
Great. Don't you have That's a hand? Don't you have a handful of the villains from this collection? Um, she is uh, not part of that collection, but uh, yes, I have two of the villains. She'll fit right in next yeah. to the other two. Taller than them. Yeah, she's, she's inches. The other ones are seventeen. Because she's wearing Don Moreno's pink high heels. Yeah. They're sensible heels. I mean, give they're her not sensible. They're not sensible. No. No, like Scarlet classified Scarlet's Tevas, <laughs> those are those are sensible. Yeah, I guess. But we can go with that. And if you haven't looked at, at Scarlet's feet, I'm sorry, I just did that to you. So bitter. What can't can't unsee it? What what did they do to you, Hancho? I'm just what? I'm just keeping, yeah. keeping it real. How long how long you got? Right? What did they do to me? Did they do the Anja? What did I get in this week? Yeah, I got uh, how many beachheads? Um, you know, I, the one there was one that I got right before I moved, but I, I packed it with so I, he's number 22. I did, I did get a, a retro line stalker. Oh, I like that. He's That's a good cool. big, he's he's pretty badass for somebody who has been nonplussed by the Walmart. Uh, retro line, and there he is with his his uh, nineteen eighty two looking gun. I forget what it's called. Pulverizer. He's got the uh, he's got the World War Two looking grease gun too, but I don't I don't really mm -hmm. put him with that very often. Um, but he's got a thigh cut, and he's and there's a boot joint, so the leg is really poseable in a whole bunch of different places. Um, and this sucker, I cannot did did not expect to. Have a hearty recommendation for anything in the retro line, uh, vehicles included. But man, Stalker's bad. He's bad. Yeah, and it's such a good basic buck that yeah. if they're if they're going to continue to mine eighty two, this is this is a really good one to build on. Yeah, like if, if that's what Grunt is going to be, and I don't have any reason to suspect he wouldn't be, um, Grunt's going to be good. You know, it's, they're set up to make a pretty good short fuse figure. The Cobra officer comes with a mortar, so all the parts are there. Um, it'll be interesting. Oh, wait. The honcho's passing notes to his family. Yeah, I am. They don't want to be on camera. They're not paying attention. <laughs> but but they will. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. But yeah, outside of that and, uh, and, uh, and Beachhead number 22... Not a whole lot going on in my mailbox, but that's okay. We moved. Yeah. I got some stuff out there that's probably being sent to the wrong address as we More next week will be better, I promise. Uh, you, I mean it better be. We'll be talking about the movie, so probably not. Yeah, it'll it'll be the, the cherry on the Sunday at the end. <laughs> we'll probably probably touch on something that just has you irritated from the movie again right or i'll get i'll probably get something in that come arrives broken or something <laughs> i'll send you that tan clutch and it'll show up in 76 pieces that's right all and i'll be all bitter i think i think i have a tan clutch though so let me let me check that okay over the next day or two and and we'll see if i can dig that out and find out i appreciate it but that brings us down to shout outs as we bring it into the home station, Mark Weber, who are we shouting out to this week? 
I mean, I mean, let's be totally self-serving, right? Let's shout out to uh, to my son Derek, who tamed the uh, Killington mountain bike uh, trails yet again, uh, and did not fly over the handlebars and and bop his hip. <laughs> That's always a plus. Tackling a triple black diamond uh, run called the Reaper, oh. which was maybe not the best idea, uh, and uh. to. And to the off-camera, uh, Mrs. Weber, who's done all of the driving and uh, took care of our house guests for most of his visit and and, and could use a break. So there you go. And nope, she thankfully she she had the good sense to not pop her hip out of place. Yeah, exactly. She did not she did not tackle the Reaper. Good. <laughs> she did not. No, not this trip. <laughs> Maybe next time, but this yeah. time. You let it be. She's like, yeah, now nah, we'll we'll let Derek uh, try that one first. So good the on him. Reaper. On a bike Dope. trail, the Reaper. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's a braver kid than me, man. When I was a kid, I I rode my bike everywhere, but I wasn't like taking it out to get killed on backwoods trails. Right. Yeah. I was. I like to think I was safe on my bike, but I had to ride my bike for like transportation as a kid. Right. So I was, if I had a dentist appointment, riding the bike. If I had soccer practice, riding the bike, pretty much. And I got, I got hit twice, and uh, thrown over the handlebars once. And so I found as I once I was once I had a car, like I pretty much divorced from bicycles. Like you know what, <laughs> smell you later. Even when the kids were young, it was like let's all go for a family bike ride, and I would grin and bear it. I'm done with bikes. Survived the bikes, not going back. I, I grew up in New York, and that stuff never happened. Oh. I didn't get hit. Well, I mean, if I got hit by a car in New York, I'd have been dead because they wouldn't have even stopped for me. Right. But, <laughs> like, oh, look, got another kid today. Just a little chalk mark on the door. I got, I got it three times, and once was my fault, wrong side of the road. Once was a guy going just way too fast down the road uh, and got me. And then the third one was like coming at a bike lane at an intersection and a guy just turned right, right in front of me. And I had to hit the brakes hard not to impact him. And I flipped right over, ended up sliding on my hands on the asphalt. Uh. And I'm like, you know what? As soon as I have a car, I'm done. And so more, more power to, to my kids for enjoying bikes because I can't stand them. Ugh. There you go. Wow. I mean, you, you squeezed another bit of bitter out of me right before the show. <laughs> or right before the show ended. So there you go. Oh my goodness. We didn't we didn't even have to invoke the name of your, your childhood nemesis. No. <laughs> and that's that's good because I'm not I'm not poking that bear. Yeah. Something to look forward to next week, I guess. Yeah, so like live and let me live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Joe Colton, who are we shouting out to? Um, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, the doctors and nurses um, dealing with uh, the Delta variant. Um, they have been troopers through the whole pandemic, and now they are being put to the test again and uh, trying to take care of people who 
have not gotten their vaccines and some who have and they're not they're having mild uh symptoms and some some are not but um I would like to also do a shout out to my friend uh John Cozen who uh beat COVID and now has uh to go through surgery um for some of the respiratory problems that come from COVID. And so I, I wish him well, and I hope he has a speedy recovery and that his surgery goes well. And he is a, um, a lot of people know him in the Joe community. He's a, he's a vendor and he also does um, a small con up in Connecticut. And you've probably seen his mom at Joe con. Um, she makes really good brownies and muffins. <laughs> um, and uh, he also is a collector. So He's a he's been a longtime friend of mine, and I wish him well and hope he uh, recovers and gets through his surgery uh, well. And then I would like to do a shout out to the immigrant one and two, also known as mom and dad. Uh, they um, have been having quite a bit of a time um, rough patch lately, uh, stressed out over the border, um, maybe opening on one side but not the other, and. So we have been doing more and more video chats and it's been helping. So mom is getting better at the tech. So I want to give a shout out to her. And my dad actually grabbed the iPad and ran with it and didn't like make it go boom or anything. <laughs> so, and then uh, Wes, because he's awesome. Weber, I see you threw something up on the screen there. Is that something we need to share? Yeah, I, I forgot. I was a little distracted because I have guests on this floor and I wanted to give them a uh, shout out so they could hear. Um, but uh, to Joe Ryan, uh, a member of the community. Yeah. Who passed away. So, but for a guy who was totally upbeat throughout his cancer fight and let us all be a part of it, uh, in a really kind of lovely way. He uh, passed away yesterday. So uh, I'm glad I didn't forget because I almost got sidetracked. Um, but to Joe Ryan, big part of the community, great guy. And his last post is right here. That's pretty good. So I don't mean to make it hard to follow <laughs> but i uh, i got distracted and i almost forgot and i'm glad i didn't so to joe ryan who meant a lot to the community was an absolutely spectacular guy and was you know i hope it's not it's not in bad taste to say now immortalized in one of uh the action force comics that Bobby Valla put together with appearing actually in panel, which was, which meant a lot to him and was super cool. So to Joe Ryan, well, you will be remembered. You will be missed. Yeah. Yo, yo, Joe. Yo, Joe. Uh, well, I'll try and bring the room back. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh man. Okay. Couldn't do that. I should have gone, gone last, but. Couldn't do that to Joe Colton. No, throw it at right. Mike. Well, I just re I remembered too late. I, I have an uh, I I have one last one if you want. Go yeah. ahead. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm uh, shout out to uh, Aaron and Sarah Dietrich and Marcy yeah. Dietrich for hosting us 
last weekend and taking us to their con in Ohio. And um, uh, those guys are like family that is away from here. And so I miss them very much. And we decided to drive up and see them and spend the weekend and got to see a lot of friends we hadn't seen in like two years. <laughs> so. So, okay. So I give it to Joe Colton. She poops on my shout outs because again, you saw them all on Monday's uh, video. Uh, shout out to everybody who is a part of our, our, our filming and our, our weirdness uh, during the week, which would be Aaron and Sarah uh, or Aaron and, and yeah, Aaron and Sarah. Um, uh, to Maggie, to William, who unfortunately, due to some bad audio, wound up on the cutting room floor. Sorry, William. Um, he has an accent. Yeah. Uh, to Ryan, to noted author James Cavanaugh, um, to Kenny, to, to everybody who, who gave me the time of day as we wandered around Gem City Comic Con. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, it was fun to get out and do something a little bit different. Uh, we we obviously haven't haven't been to a whole lot of shows since we've come to YouTube, uh, so that was very much uh, uh, a lot of fun and a huge learning experience. Uh, hopefully, we get to do some more of that stuff going forward. Um, shout out to you guys! Thank you for doing this week after week after week. It can be a lot sometimes. I I understand. Uh, to to Rob the 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 rack time Rob Oli. Only the Rock Anderson, uh, the unsung fourth man and hero of our pro our project and podcast. Uh, be ready for another rack time coming soon. It's 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 uh it's dead game number five. So it's it's not a an easy task, to say the least. <laughs> He's trying to build up the strength. Yeah, it's tough. It's 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 tough. We we moved recently too, so it's just it, it, it's just one of those things that. Uh, something had to go on the back burner. So hopefully soon we get uh, another rack time going. We don't have to wait two months for, for the next installment there. <laughs> and of course, if, if you're watching us at home tonight uh, live, uh, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. If you're watching us on recording, we appreciate you too. Uh, make sure all of you get to get down below, give us a like and a subscribe, uh, share us to your social media. We count on you to help us grow. Uh, it doesn't mean nearly as much when I go shooting our links all over the place because all of the, you know, all the, the Facebook algorithms and the YouTube algorithms, they, they, they don't get along too well together and they, they just weed me out. But if you guys do it, it means a lot. Mm -hmm. So uh, please continue to do that. Share us wherever you can. Um, and. Uh, oh, and uh, Mike, was the show sponsored by anybody today? Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I'm missing. That's like I, I got a, I normally have a list which I don't have because we've moved. <sighs> to our show sponsor, Kokomo Toys. We'll sing the theme song because I almost forgot them. Kokomo, 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 Kokomo Toys, Kokomo, 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 Kokomo Toys. Uh, be sure to visit them if you're anywhere in the Indianapolis area. They're just a just 45 minutes north. It's an easy trip. Right next week, 31. Ne Next week, we'll have the Ska remix of the Kokomo Toys songs. It'll be a good show. Maybe. Uh, maybe I can get Maybe I can get up there and get some footage of Todd doing that, that Ska dance thing. That, yeah, yeah. Know, that was big in the late 90s. Or maybe we'll go Reggae Mon with it. It'll be great. <laughs> could do either one, whichever. You know. <laughs> Todd's up for it, I'm sure. If you ever, he's, He does local commercials like car dealerships up that way, so I'm sure... <laughs> 
I'm sure it wouldn't be a much of a problem. Anyhow, uh, thanks for joining us this evening uh, on this very special episode of What's on Joe Mind. We'll be back again next week, our review of Snake Eyes. So plan accordingly. Uh, for my co-hosts, Mark Weber and Joe Colton, I'm Mike Irizarry. Have a great rest of the weekend. Go, Joe. Everybody. <laughs>